It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Alejandro just <laughs> took out a Zippo lighter, lit it, and he was like, I hope you're not attached to this house, dude, and mimed as if, he pantomimed as if he was going to throw it on the ground. And it would throw catch it fire. My shoulder. And now I could smell the butane. That, why are you laughing about that? It's what hilarious. would you do? So would you put that? Would you put out would, the small I, flame? First of all, yourself? Would, first of all, I wouldn't drop it. That's are the, you that's sure? A, a positive. Are you sure? Positive. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that unless I was confident in my hand strength. There's a, a minuscule chance that you could have dropped it because you know there's what exists. A, there's a Gravity. minuscule chance that a meteor can land on our heads. Yes. And you know why? Gravity. But I'm not gonna blame you for a fucking meteor, dude. And I wouldn't blame you if you burned down your house. What? I'm not going to, dude. I'm very responsible about my candles. I've only, uh, only a handful of times, have left candles going on in the bathroom. That's ridiculous. When I've left the house. I've never left a candle on when I leave the I've house. Have you ever left a stove on? No. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so defensive. That's good. <laughs> it is. You know, I actually did almost like set the house on fire one time because... Was it the burnt popcorn scenario? No, that's one of them. <laughs> Uh, no, I warmed up a cup of noodles without the no water. water. I, was I here that day? No, I was a, I was you, a I young. I've done it a couple times. Then. I, I've done it. I've I've. Uh, you know what's funny is that's a stoner thing, and I know you didn't do it stoned. You probably were just like fat kid who didn't think about it. Yeah, that's how absent-minded you are. Just ignorant and innocent, dude. I yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, I'm just ignorant and innocent, dude. Yeah, dude. Ignorance <laughs> is not necessarily something you can blame, right? No, ignorance. Stupidity of the, is ignorance of the law doesn't make you uh, free of it. Yeah, but I mean that's not. I guess those are the house laws. Is yeah, put water put in your water water before you throw it in the microwave, dummy. Um, I tried throwing. If they in, have to make that a house rule, uh huh, that would be that would mean your child is stupid. <laughs> always add water. Rule number two: always use soap in the shower. Dude, <laughs> rule number three: always wipe that ass, boy. Remember to use milk with cereal, not water with cereal. <laughs> I've gotten so desperate as a fat kid before when there was no milk. Just eat it dry, bro. And I wanted those Oreo cereals. No, I mean, but you get so thirsty. You get so thirsty. Then you maybe should eat something else. Can you cook? Uh, yeah. Like, I can make a steak. Okay. I can marinate a steak. And I can throw, yeah, and I can make it medium well, medium rare, however the hell you want. Really, I would like it blue. So just hand it to you with pepper on it. No, see, that would be incorrect. Then. So okay, <laughs> put it on very high, and then just throw it on there for five seconds, Kiss and it. then flip it over, mm -hmm. and then just hand not, it to you. Not even five seconds. Just yeah. let it, and then give it to the person. And say, here's your mad cow disease. <laughs> Get out of here, yeah. Do you even. remember mad cow disease? Another made up one, just like the COVID. Um, <laughs> holy shit, that's a that's a real thing, man. And is 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 the bird flu a real thing? It is polio a real thing? Yeah, man. I'm just saying There's here, guys. Evidence. Vaccines also kill people. Oh, okay, okay. Alejandro, the anti-vaxxer. <laughs> That's what we're going to slate this episode. That's what we're going to slate it. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Ooh, we, I guess we are just keeping this in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're committing hard to this intro. Uh, yeah, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast, also known as... It can't be that bad. Podcast. Gotcha. You're ruining the cadence. We usually have a cadence with this intro. You know what? Fuck the cadence, bro. Yo, fuck the cadence. And... What? Fuck the government. Anarchy rules. Let me flip this table real quick. No, no, no. That's just wasting our good hard work. Let me throw the Zippo lighter on the carpet. That's what I'm talking about, no, bro. fuck that, dude. <laughs> what if I did it? There was a small explosion behind me, and I just like, fuck yeah, bro. And then there was like, a... 
there like guitar riff from Metallica coming in? And you're just like, what's happening here? So many questions. So many questions. <laughs> Where did the guitar come the from? The cracked, splits open. I'm on stage live at the Hollywood Bowl, and you are sitting in the front row, and it's me and Metallica just going... <laughs> The drummer going, this sounds like a Metalocalypse episode. Do you remember that show? No, I don't know what On the Adult Swim. I don't know what you're talking about. You would look, you should look it up. You actually would really enjoy this movie or uh, this show. Um, that's, I have so many questions. Where the fuck did the guitars come from? He's here in the closet. Why is he so good? Because he's the guitar player from Metallica. What are the physics and what what is wrong with the geography of this land that it would just split open out of nowhere? It's a false, this is actually. A false studio. I had you drugged and make you believe that you're actually still in your house. But secretly, last night when you're driving home from Sacramento, I had Melissa slip you a Mickey and you fell asleep for 18 hours. A Mickey? We are in As home. in a 40? <laughs> no, a Mickey's another name for a roofie. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I have low like roofie knowledge. Like a Mickey Mouse. That's what they call it? Uh-huh. Why? Well, that's what they use. Or like a little fly, a Spanish fly. and I don't know. I've just heard these things from Bill Cosby's comedy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> from his comedy? I don't think he talks about He does actually straight crew. up. Talk about a Spanish fly in one of his comedies. Oh, specials, Spanish. Okay, okay. Which is like his like little. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty fucked That's up. That's very dark given what he's done. It's pretty, you know, looking back on it, it's pretty weird. Just like how all of Louis C.K.'s or a lot of his jokes had to do with him jacking he's off. He's wanking on stage, it, like, it, like, it makes sense now. It's cathartic. Um, it's super weird. Well, maybe not cathartic. <laughs> cathartic means, by definition, taking a big fat dump. Yeah, cathartic actually means... That's hard shit, dude. <laughs> no, let me Thank make you. up words. You're <laughs> fucking it up again. Cathartic actually means relieving yourself by defecation. So, but uh, why? And how come that's, that's what that word means. Well, how, how is it translated now? <laughs> because people don't understand the the where words come from. Just like Nimrod. What does Nimrod mean? You were telling me about this. It's from fucking Looney Tunes or yeah, some dude. shit? Everybody's so stupid, they think Nimrod means idiot. But mm-hmm. actually, when Bugs Bunny called Elmer Foot a Nimrod, he was making a joke about the Bible because Nimrod was God's best hunter. And Nimrod could hunt anything in the Garden of Eden because he could fucking kill it out there. And so when he was calling Elmer Foot a Nimrod, he was making fun of his hunting skills, not calling him an idiot. And America's just like, yeah, Nimrod, that means idiot. Dude, I bet you're going to be the type of father that's going to ruin Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny for your kids no real way. quick. No You're going to be no like, way. you know where the Easter Bunny came from? They don't want you to know about Jesus. Well, he's probably not going to know about Jesus. Actually, he probably will, but not like in a holy sense. Probably in like a, here's a cool guy who like preached love and probably like told you not to hate people um, because that's cool. Anyways, uh, no, I think when I have kids, if I have kids, um, I'm going to let them believe in Santa Claus up until a point, and then I'm going to sit them down. I'm going to take them to a diner. I read this on the line, so this isn't okay. my idea. Take them to a diner, sit them down. I'm going to get some breakfast, whatever, and I'm going to you know. Billy, you've gotten pretty... I'm going to name him Billy, apparently. Billy, you've gotten pretty big this last couple of years, and I, I just want you to know that you've actually uh, made the cut to be a Santa Claus. And uh, what that means is, you know, uh, when you go to stores and stuff, you see Santa Claus dressed up, it's always like some guy in a suit, and, you know, it's always like a weird thing. Sometimes kids don't even believe in Santa Claus. It's because they're not ready to be a Santa Claus. So what you're going to do is you're going to be Santa Claus, and you're going to get to give gifts to people and from, from you secretly, and it's going to make you feel really good because... Being Santa Claus is the joy of doing that for kids. And I'm going to kind of teach them to give gifts uh, for the love of giving the gifts, not for the gratitude of having them say thank you so much. Okay. And I think that's a cool way to teach kids both things. One, that Santa ain't fucking real and is based on a weird pagan history. And two, uh, it's not about Christmas as a weird bastardized commercial holiday. It's about the goodness that you feel making somebody else's life better. So, did you just think of that on the spot right now? That last part, actually, yeah, I did. Oh, wow. I've never heard this from you. I've heard you talk about, like, all of your beliefs in regards to, like, 
Santa Claus and like East, the Easter Bunny and whatnot, to, but to actually hear you become a hypothetical father and uh, provide some morals yeah, for sure. your future child, <laughs> Billy, it's very weird. Wait, but, but beautiful. I'd be. I'm really good with kids. Yeah, no, you're great with kids. Yeah. You're, you're great with kids. Um, but you know, as much as we could talk about you being a great, and we're not here person. to talk about me being a hypothetical father. No, not at all. This actually has nothing to do with hypothetical. And you know what? Fathers. We're maybe 15 minutes in. We are deep into this episode, and uh, we'll just go like this. Everybody, welcome to the show. Everybody, welcome to the show. And now I got something to say. Now I got something to say. Christian, will you watch the movie? Called Guns Akimbo. That's right. That's right. I do. That was a nice little like reggae sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it reggae. Oh, what would you call it then? I don't know. Reggae. Ter- uh, reggaeton? I, <laughs> I wouldn't call it reggaeton. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I would have loved if you would have been like, I don't call that reggae. I call that reggaeton. <laughs> reggaeton. And then I double down on it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, um, guys, look. It is uh, 4.30 in the morning. Uh, I haven't slept for three days. Christian also hasn't slept for two days. Uh, I'm coming up on five. Wow. You were close. It's because I've forgotten when you told me the number. Uh, mm-hmm. But we are here to give you guys the best quality comedy you yes. can get. Um, we are exhausted, but we are still here delivering for you. Um, and I just want to say, you know, we're tired now. Yes. But imagine how tired we're going to be once we have to edit all of that bullshit out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll keep it in and really like it. Maybe. You yeah. know what I like? What? Keeping it in. That's that stuff in the disgusting, beginning of the dude. episode. Okay, sure. Nice <laughs> save, but not really a save at all. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's do a movie thing, because apparently we don't talk about me. This is a movie podcast. Uh, we watched a movie called Guns Akimbo, which uh-huh. we've already said, but uh, I would like to present to the court the Itty Bitty Nitty Gritty Committee, please. Go ahead. Um, we watched a movie called Guns Akimbo, which was rated bar, uh, which is... Um, what, what happened here? What happened to all of my notes? I'm sorry, Vamp, Christian, make up make up something. Alejandro's fucking up right now. Oh, and it's not really me making that up, but he's fucking oh, up man. right now. One job, dude. Nitty gritty. <laughs> it is the same thing that we always do every single episode. How do you... I've been up for three days. I'm so sorry. We watched a movie called Guns Akimbo. Uh-huh. This it is the third rated, time we said that. Motherfucker, let me do the nitty gritty. Okay, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to change my pants. Guns Akimbo is rated R, was released in the great year of 2019. And I actually kind of remember the commercials for this film a little bit. Okay. Just because it is so weird and out there, everyone's like, look at Daniel Radcliffe stapling guns to his hand. Spoilers. Um, Has a runtime of one hour, 35 minutes. So by my barometer, keep your shoes on. Uh, And uh, it has a rating of 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb and a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Christian, balls are square. Got it. Uh, I would like to give you three numbers. What's up? And you're going to guess which one of them is the Google user's number. Okay. Okay. So the first number we have is 79%. The second number we have. I'm not looking. 79%. Okay. 92%. 88%. percent Correct. Right in the middle. Okay. Um, and the synapses coming at you here. Right at you. Miles is a video game developer who inadvertently becomes the next participant in a real life death match that streams online well miles soon excels on the running away from everything <laughs> that won't help him outlast nicks a killer at the top of her game what that's it oh that's it that's it dude you have to work on your inflections toward the end of whenever you say the synopsis because that was like 
you had <laughs> it seemed like you had so much more left and then you just looked at me but you know what? now you're excited to see the film i mean i've already seen the film but if you didn't now you're interested i hope so i mean uh yeah I, let's just tell the baddies this movie is fucking dope this movie's dope as shit it's uh, very unique very original very uh it's drug sex and rock and roll it's uh, it's so vibrant. If you ever seen um, Scott Pilgrim Against the World with Michael Sarah, it's or, essentially that, but gritty. Or Terminal, yes. with Margot Robbie. It's somewhere between Scott Pilgrim and Terminal. With those colors that pop at you, you yeah. will never be bored when you watch this. A little noir, yes. A little comicky. I think that's what we're trying to touch on here. Yes, um, a little ve- campy. Very stylized. Mm-hmm. Very camp. Yeah, this movie is a lot of camp. If you enjoy things like A View to a Kill or. Uh, what it was Austin Powers, mm-hmm. um, you know, like this is this is gonna be kind of fun for you. There's a lot of like one-liners, uh, very stale yes. one-liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by a gentleman by Jason Lee Howden, uh, who apparently hates online movie reviewers. So you know, this may not be the thing to honor him, but I liked his movie. Yeah, I I enjoyed this film. I, I, you know, we're gonna make fun of it because that's what we do inherently. But uh, I, I do at the end of the day really enjoy. We this are film. going to defend. We're gonna defend it. We're gonna yeah. do our thing. Of course, we're gonna make fun of it because we like to be funny. Yeah, and I have a couple questions on how the guns work, but uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Because if they're stapled all the way through, wouldn't that go through the magazine of these 1911s? Like, probably. I'm yeah. not too sure. I'm not too aware of uh, guns and whatnot. And I'm like- telling you, that's exactly the bolt that goes through the middle of his hand should have also gone through. The, the magazine. The magazine. I mean, but this is in the near future. I don't know how these guns are designed in the near future. It looked like the bullets went down the whole contraption. Yeah. I'm not too sure. What? It just looked like it fucking hurt, man. Yeah. So he was drugged. He He's like he's a troll, an online troll. What's Let's, up? We'll get there. We'll get there. I have a couple more things on the nitty gritty. Oh, we'll, go ahead. We'll go from there. Uh, it had a, um, a budget. Oh, shit. I lost the budget again. Now I'm just losing everything. Uh, it had a budget of almost $6 million. That's not true at all. Did you just make up that number while you're looking for the tab with the budget? <laughs> dude, one job. What's going on? Look, dude, it's been a long weekend for me. Last week, I found a giraffe in my backyard. Today, there was a armadillo. I wish that was real. I wish all of those were real because you would have a petting zoo in your backyard. Call me. And a lot of protesters about animal rights just saying, hey, you taking care of that giraffe? Are zoos not good because don't they protect animals from That's like, the thing. No, I'm so torn. I mean, I used to work at... Uh, Discovery Kingdom and there were animals there and I got to work with the animal trainers and they were taken care of very well. They loved those animals. But there'd be some ignorant protesters outside saying, uh, fr- free... Willie? Free Willie! No, what, what the fuck? I, I just, what's the, what's the... There is a clear difference though between uh, Six Flags Marine World and uh-huh. the Monterey Bay Aquarium though. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, they're not owned by the same... Well, no, they're not owned, but like the, their intents, I think, are different. Yeah, I'm I not too... I think Six Flag is there for like, hey, check out the seal squeaking wheels. And then Monterey Bear is like, hey, yeah, we found the seal covered in oil without no, a penis. No, Six Flags does that and too. And now we fixed it. Oh, Six really? Six Flags, yeah, a okay, lot okay. of their animals are rescues. I'm not trying to be a dick. What I was trying to say is that like protesters would be out there saying like, free the kangaroos. And like, we'd be like, we don't have any kangaroos here. <laughs> Get you a new argue, sign. You can't argue with um, sign people. With sign people? I don't know what Protesters? That, look, guys, we've been vamping for a while because I cannot find the budget, but I do have the box office gross. Okay, what's up? Uh, would you like to guess the box office gross? Um, at the box office... What year was this released? 2017? February of 2019. Oh, 19. Um, very recently. Um, let's go with 10 mil. No, it actually didn't even break the million dollar mark. Wow. $827,525 cumulative worldwide gross. 
What the fuck happened? Was it like poor marketing or something? You know, this was a film that was based out of, it was filmed in New Zealand. It was based out of England and it was, I think, released in like Germany or something like that first. Uh-huh. So not the most um, marketable tactic, I think. Yeah. Uh, but this is a very stylized film. The director yeah. has only other done only ever done one other film called Deathgasm in 2015. Interesting name. So he's clearly an up and coming indie kind of let me do my weird kind of stylized films. I have a feeling, though, it is going to progress to a couple of things. Once people start seeing this film, it's only a year old. I think it's one of those cold films that's going to take that's a couple of That's what I think, too, to, because to it's going. so different already. I mean, like, I don't know how the marketing was done prior to its release, but um, just from the movie poster itself, it looks fucking dope. Daniel Radcliffe, like you'd never seen him before. Like, he's looking drugged up, fucked up, and he has two guns in each hand, and it's called Guns Akimbo. I'm watching that thing. The, there's, he's been doing a lot of fun stuff. There was that horror film he did not too long ago, uh, The Lady in Black, I think is what The Woman in Black or something uh-huh. like that. Um, he he did, did Swiss Army Man? He did Swiss Army Man. He did a cameo in Trainwreck as doing like that fake art film, yes. The Dog Walker. Yes. Uh, like He's doing interesting stuff, and I think that makes sense. Of, of the three actors from Harry Potter, you know, yeah. uh, Ron... Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe. I like how you say Ron because you don't know the actor's name. <laughs> Rupert Grint. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, okay, nice, nice. Um, he was also in a really funny show on Netflix. Uh, called Sick Note? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, it makes sense because, you know, Daniel is loved, I think, the art of being that character. Mm-hmm. I think as much as he loved being Harry Potter, he loved the art of creating Harry Potter. Um, so him These are making... all child actors, too. I mean, they, yeah. they start real early. Oh, like, yeah. Do you ever have you ever seen the interviews of the three of them, like at the press release when they announced that they're going to make the first movie? No, they're like children, and people are like asking them, you know, like, what are you going to do? Like, what's your plan? Like, we clearly know this is going to be a big franchise. Like, yes. they intended to make all the books, and it's going to span years. And you know, these kids are like literal children, dude. And so seeing that, and then watching Daniel Radcliffe do this film. It makes me really happy to see how far he's come in really understanding the art and the creation and, and the method of being an art, an artist in yes. the form of acting, not just an actor as a job. Because our generation of child actors, let's say like McKelly Culkin um, or... <laughs> that's our generation? Uh, okay, that's, but that's I get before. what you're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Just like Hannah Montana. Uh, Haley Joel Osmond. Sure. It was so difficult difficult for them to break out of Neil Patrick that Harris. typecast. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're always going to see them. Julia White. Exactly. And of course, you're going to look at Daniel Radcliffe and people are going to be like, hey, it's Harry Potter. But it's easier for us to see him as another uh, type of character rather than be, just stuck as Harry Potter. Let's be honest. We watched this film because we wanted to see Harry Potter do something different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately, Daniel Radcliffe is always going to have this kind of stamp on him as Harry Potter for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the reasons why he's doing such of these, so many of these uh, out there films. Yeah. And I, and where he's not falling into that, I'm going to do weird things for the sake of weird. He's doing, I'm going to do artistic things for the sake of art. And that I can appreciate of him as, as, as an artist in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. field. Uh, Cause it's easy to, especially if you do it as a kid all your life, Easy to make it a job, not an art form, right? Yeah. And and I think that's a weird delineation to make. Um, but there's a lot of people who see acting as this is my job. I go, I pretend to be a cop, and then I come home and I'm and I'm dad. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people who say like, no, this is my art. I go and I embody this character and I reveal exactly. what their fears are and their and their problems and their happinesses, embodying that. Uh, and then go and show you my creation, Daniel Day Lewis. Exactly. Know, um, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, well, they're not Brando. just taking uh, 
scripts from big production companies just because they want to make the money, right? Exactly. They don't want the quick buck, but uh, they're like very, a- being very particular about the roles that they're taking in, regardless sure. of uh, whoever's producing it. Yeah, I think somebody who's a very uh, working actor, yeah. if I can use that term, Michael Caine. Especially mm-hmm. if you look through his course of his career, there's a lot of films he took just for the just for the paycheck. There's a lot of, and not not to say that that's bad, no. but you can tell like, yeah, I, he's like, yeah, I need to make money. I need to make this much money every year, so I'm gonna do fucking Pink Panther, and I'm gonna do weird shit. And I honestly think he probably took Batman, thinking that that was just gonna be a weird one-off thing, and then it ended up becoming sparking a whole new f- something amazing, franchi- a whole new era of superhero films. Yeah, um, and that's not to discredit his. Talent or anything whatsoever, like that. no. But it's just to prove a point of, you know, Daniel Radcliffe could get so many rules if he's just begging on this is Harry Potter doing yeah. a new rule. Uh, but I think the fact that he's choosing his roles very carefully. Yeah, it's like with uh, Robert Pattinson, he is forever going to be known as Edward from yeah, Twilight, Twilight. But he's doing movies like The Lighthouse. He's yes. going to be. Uh, he's he's going to be Batman. Gonna be Batman, and mm-hmm. that's like a hefty role to take on after like Cosmopolis. Did you ever see the movie Cosmopolis? No. With that was one of his first. I might have been his first movie right after Twilight or whatever. But it is a really interesting, again, just like this stylized film yeah. that takes place inside of this man's like limo, I think something like that. Inside, it's a like a car maybe. But anyways, he essentially runs his business through this car. Great job of his act. That's when I. I'm I'm all for Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I think I think he's I a think fantastic he's actor. Completely completely undercut by the fact that he was in a teen ro- romance film. Yeah, um, but an art an artist at the core, um, and maybe a weird dude too. Like I've heard a couple of weird things about him. I'm but. sure, but like also actors. Well, I mean, dude, we both done theater, and it's easy to spot. Oh, they're some, all fucking like, weird. We're all fucking weird. Some no, people that, are just weirder than others. I'm but, one of the normal ones, dude. Like I've heard stories about Joaquin Phoenix being such a fantastic method actor but being such a weird dude in person that's why him and De Niro didn't get along yeah they had two different acting styles I I think I've said that before on this podcast De Niro is very much uh, uh, more traditional where he likes to go by the script but Joaquin Phoenix likes to be more impromptu and likes to ad lib based on the character that he's developed and so they kind of clashed on that on the set of Joker yeah um which is a great film. I think it's beautifully shot, and I think the worst part about the film, The Joker, what? are the fans. Um, but back to this film. Yeah. This film is starring not just Daniel Radcliffe, but it's got a woman by the name of Samara Weaving. And you love her. I do. She's uh, also a, a little bit of an up-and-coming actress. Mm-hmm. You made the point of saying that she looks a little bit like a young, smaller Kate Upton, and I 100% yes, agree. more petite. I'm all about it. Um, that is, she just had her, actually her 20th birthday, so happy birthday, Kate Upton. Twen- um, oh, 28th? 28th. Oh, I was going to say, she is my damn, dream she's woman. young. And, yeah, I, Kate Upton, bravo. Um, <laughs> bravo on aging. <laughs> bravo on everything. Uh, except for marrying that cheater Texan Astro, that motherfucker Justin Verlander motherfucker. You're so upset. He cheated the A's out of a winning championship. And you're upset that he's married to one of your favorite women on earth. That's just another thing that adds to why Justin Verlander is a shitty motherfucker. Um... But more so, he cheated the A's out of a championship. Literally cheated his way to win that championship. Um, that's It's a big thing. The Houston Astros cheated. Everyone knows it. refuting it, dude. It's just, look, give me a second here because go ahead, now go I'm ahead. hot. What? I didn't even mean to poke at that. We're just going with you the cast know, list. You know what you did. No, I don't know much about sports. So it's not like I'm going to like take on this debate and try to ha- have start a debacle look, with you. 
I took a Xanax earlier, so I should be okay right now. You said I'll that live on air. Okay. <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> Alejandro. I'm just kidding. I don't actually have anxiety problems Xanax. like that. <laughs> I eat them like Tic Tacs. Uh, so anyway, Samara Weaving, a.k.a. Kate Upton Mini, uh, incredible actress. She's also in Ready or Not. Which blew my mind She's when you said that. She's also in The Babysitter, that Netflix original with our favorite King Bach. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, great actress. Very up and coming. Like I said, got a couple cool things coming to her. Natasha Lou. Oh, God, help me. Bordezio. She's the, the Asian woman who played his girlfriend. Yes. And you can tell by her name that she is a, a hybrid of ethnicities because yeah. she looks like it and her name says it all, too. Where do you think she's from? Ooh, she's from America. Incorrect. I... She's from Australia. Really? Yeah. Actually, because this is a New Zealand based film, I think a lot of these actors came from Australia for because of that. I think uh, when they, they chose the film in New Zealand, but I think a lot of their talent scouts probably went to Australia. Where was the shot? In New Zealand. In New Zealand and most of the actors. Germany actor... and England. Okay. Daniel Radcliffe's uh, ethnicity, where's it? What's his origin? He's English. He's in- English? Yeah, dude. That's why he was Harry Potter. No, that makes sense. <laughs> but Harry Potter was an all English class. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast, excuse me. They only hired. English, Irish, Scottish, Welsh people for that film. Because his American accent in this movie... Oh, it's impeccable. It's impeccable. Because usually I'm able to like find like a few spots but where you know, it slips. You know what it is, though? British people are really good doing American accents. Uh, and you can tell this all throughout of their media career. Because when they're doing stuff on television or when they're talking in radio and stuff like that, they do American accents. Uh-huh. You ever notice the Beatles don't sing with an accent? Yeah. They, yeah. they That's because the American accent sells better, I think. Um, so one of the first accents a lot of people learn in England is probably the American accent because they're growing up watching our shows. They're growing up seeing our yeah. stuff, hearing our music. American media is, is the, the media. biggest form of media. It's the media. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ned Dennehy is another gentleman in this film. Uh, Edwin Wright. Rise Grand- Darby is on there. He's Thank the homeless guy in this. I was about to get that. Rives Darby actually was, uh, he's one of those guys who like kind of pops up in a couple things uh, and does it, knocks it out of the park every time. He plays a, he yep. plays a, a homeless man who Daniel Radcliffe runs into who like is a comedy release in maybe the most tense part of the film when he's just realizing that he's got guns for hands for the rest of his life. Yes. Um, and it's, it's not like he drives the plot of the movie at all. But in one fact, of the most memorable parts of the movie is with Rise Darby. In fact, this whole film was based on the fact that this Hunter game is live streamed. And we keep mm-hmm. checking back in on him as if he's watching the live stream. And then yes. at the end of the film, we find out he's looking at a broken television. Yeah, it's not working. And he's just saying, and he's, <laughs> he's into cheering it. him on. He's into it the whole time. So, like, we really think he's watching it. Yeah. Shout outs to the editors of this film, by the way, because it is, uh, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, and you know this movie is slated as a comedy. I almost wish they would have slated it as like a an, a thriller because the comedy really? is is so faint and light. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's almost like don't push that part because if you call this a comedy, we're expecting some yeah. pretty crazy shit. They should have called we, it a comedy thriller. And we've a what thriller is it? comedy. What is it? What is an action comedy? What is it exactly. slated as? Okay. It's slated as an action comedy. I think it should have been slated as a thriller comedy mm-hmm. because uh, because it's it's got this death race, Mad Max. Scott Pilgrim kind of yeah. grungy feel to it with a bunch of cocaine and like a a, a bunch like a like a bunch like let me tell you a bunch of cocaine <laughs> it's actually uh actually the number is a bunch of cocaine at one point that actress is killing people with a $20 bill still rolled still up in, in her, her nostril when i saw that i was like oh shit did they know that that was <laughs> yeah um she puts jordan belfort from wolf of wall street uh, on the ropes of cocaine yes, consumption really Nicks, we're speaking about nicks that is mm-hmm. v- very incredible 
costuming, I got to say, did not recognize not this actor, Samira Weaving, as Nyx until I started doing research. That's why it blew my mind yeah. when you said, oh, she's a girl from Ready or Not. And I was like, what the fuck? Apparently, she used to keep the costume on after filming and go out to diners and shit like that. And, and just they scare would, the shit out of people? They would refuse her service. Really? They wouldn't feed, they, they'd be like, yeah, you, you can't you Hey, can't America, go get, get your shit together. New Zealand. Hey, I'm sorry. New Zealand. <laughs> I don't know how many, you are very tired because I've told you this a number of times. I this know. was filmed in New Zealand. I keep thinking it's in America. Hey. My B, my America B. America isn't the center of the world yet. I uh, Holy shit. I will also say this film, a couple of weird things happened. Like I said, the director attacked a bunch of people online. And so I had this weird kind of rap right before it released. Of the, He direct- should have kept his cool, man. Yeah. You know, Twitter is just getting people in trouble. Dude, just honestly. get your movie. Make your movie. Get it out. Don't read the comments. He was just defending it prematurely. I think it was the problem. Yeah. And then he got up, up at he, uh, uh, he got up into it too much, and it was just like not a good move. If you're gonna handle the hate, handle it in a smart way. So yeah, that's he, why I let you handle our online hate. Because I do it the dumbest way possible. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. We're the best. Look at my butt. Um, it's a I picture will also of your say butt. <laughs> another controversial thing that happened was this film was produced by Saban Entertainment, which is also yes. the people who brought us Power Rangers. Um, but it was. <laughs> Uh, it was, what's the word I'm looking for? Distributed by Lionsgate. That's right. In the United States. But they did not slate it as Guns Akimbo. Really? What did they It's called it as? Akimbo. Just Akimbo. Because they were afraid that the word guns was going to trigger people. And here's my thing. If you're going to change the title of this movie to Guns, or if you're going to change this movie from Guns Akimbo to Akimbo because you think that guns is going to offend people, wait till they fucking see this movie, dude. Yes. Are you fuck this? I was, I'm actually really upset that, that Lionsgate did this. Because Why are you tripping about the title? Stupid. If you are out here thinking that guns is going to offend people and you don't want to put that in the title of the movie on the off chance that they aren't going to like it, have you fucking seen the movie? But not gonna lie, Akimbo would also be a dope title. Nope. But the reason why, but no, you're talking that about the principle matter. of the it. reason why they're doing it is because they don't want the word guns in a film because they know that it's an inflammatory word that people are going to be offended by. But that's the fucking but movie. Look at the poster. What is he holding in each hand? Guns. guns what is it about? Guns being literally yeah. stapled to somebody's hand. It's like it's. It doesn't make. This is. This is the part that frustrates me about politics. This is what you're going to cling on to? Yeah, well, because that it, it is actually really upsetting to me. Because the, the hill that they're dying on is the fact that they don't want the word guns in the name of their film. Mm-hmm. But what is this fucking film? All about guns, baby. So then don't produce the film. Yeah. Then don't then don't distribute the film. Well, then eventually it turned into, into Guns Akimbo. Well, distributed here, yeah. It's, it's only distributed in America as Akimbo. Oh, okay. The other way around. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought they it was... got rid of the word guns. They, they. That's not. It's only known as Akimbo. I thought you were saying it's uh, slated as Guns Akimbo no. in America, so New Zealand. To, it's just. Akimbo. If you go to Lionsgate.com and you try and find this film because they distribute, it's, it's just called Akimbo. Find. That's nuts, man. It's so ridiculous, dude. The the because they think that they're trying to do the politically correct thing and they're trying to do the right thing. It's just nonsensical. Mm-hmm. Then do it all the way. Then don't invest your money in a film like this. Don't distribute a film about guns like this if where your line is drawn is the word yes. gun. Well, yeah, I think that's silly. I know that we live in a very politically sensitive era at the moment. Ridiculous. But, you know, there, there's some things that are just common that, sense. That's the ridiculousness of it, dude. There are dollar stores and to- like toy stores selling yeah. guns, but people, you can't put the word gun in there. People are title. mad at Paw Patrol because one of their main dogs is a cop, is a police dog. And now with all the stuff going on, they're like, Holy we shouldn't have police dogs. Shit. And it's just like, dude, if... That's where you're putting your energy in this movement. There are so many more better things that you could be putting your 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 mm-hmm. effort into, and it, and and that's the bow onto that politicalness of us. Yeah, no, you definitely do have a point. 
Um, yeah, but watch this fucking movie and you'll be like, wow, they were tripping about the title. That because it is wish so I took violent. That, yeah. The drugs are so per- pervasive. The sex is so uh, blatantly. They're not like is there sex. There's not like fucking sex, but the sexuality of their characters and the womanness oh, yeah. and the femininity. Yes. It's so stylized in that form. Again, for them to draw the line at the word gun in the title. Mm-hmm. You know what the tagline of this film is? Um, what? Get loaded. Oh, is it get loaded? Get loaded. Two words. <laughs> get loaded. So it's just like... <sighs> hey, but we're not here to shit on the movie. I am here to shit on Lionsgate, though. <laughs> okay, shit on Lionsgate. It can't be good if it's produced by Lionsgate. That's our new podcast I don't title. know. I'm sure there's some good Lionsgate films out they there that really I can't think of right now. They actually Saban, and they do make some pretty decent yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. Man of Steel was distributed by Lionsgate. And you are an avid fan. Yeah, not all, all the product Lionsgate. placement, but I do like that film. Boom. But... Be pause. Objectively speaking. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, this movie looks great. It's uh, a beautiful film. The camera angles. The cinematography mm-hmm. is awesome. The colors are popping and vibrant. It is funny at times. Uh, the action <laughs> choreography is great. Uh, Very camp. It's, a, it's, it's its own thing. What do you think of his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend, Nova? She's okay. She's okay? Yeah. She's not my cup of tea, but that's not a surprising thing for I me think, to say. I think that's a... Uh, I think she came out of nowhere. There, there was like that one kind of love scene. But you know what, though? Yeah, that was interesting. You know what I did like about it, though? What? Was the fact that if this was a Warner Brothers film or if this was produced by Universal or something like that, his love interest would have been Nick's. Yes. And I like the fact that that could have been so easily shoehorned in the fact that him and Nick's are... Pe- and, and I hate that forced romance in... Uh, in a film that doesn't necessarily need it. So the fact that he had this side girl who, or side interest that doesn't even necessarily really have the same reciprocating feelings for him, okay. I think is a beautifully modern tale that doesn't need this, what do you mean he doesn't end up with the girl at the end? What do you mean it's not, they're not drinking Coca-Cola? Like it's, this is why I like indie films because they have that opportunity to take this uh, op- optional route. Yeah, you don't have to go with the uh, what the society always wants or expects in a big production. Totally. Just like the well, guy gets with the girl. And like one of the things, and I know for a fact, Warner Brothers pushed in the Justice League film was that Batman has to be with Wonder Woman because there has what? because there has to be a love interest. That's why in in the Joss Whedon Justice League, Wonder Woman and Batman have this like weird tension. But like that, why? Why is that there? It does not need to be there. Why can't they be platonic friends who work together or platonic, you know, workmates? But but Warner Brothers and Universal and, the, and these big tentpole film companies feel that if there's no love interest, people aren't going to care. If there's no good guy, good girl, beat the bad guy, live together happily ever after, it's not going to work. But we know that nobody gives a shit about the happily ever after. That's why we like The Graduate. That's why we like fucking yeah. Infinity War. That's why we like when the bad guy wins sometimes. That's why we like Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. We like the the open endedness of something that's not just set in stone. Or that's why we like Black Mirror or Twilight Zone. Like it exactly. goes all the way back. They've always been cramming this man woman. Are we going to spoil the end for this? Or are we going to let people watch it? The very end is not my favorite part, so I would like to not necessarily look at that part. Okay, we won't look at it at uh, all. Just because it 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 has a beautiful ending, and then and then you can kind of see where a corporation came in and was mm-hmm. like, "This is going to be huge, so we have to leave it open ended so we can make a pre uh, a sequel." Yeah, just in case. Because there's no way they can make a prequel of this film. So that leaves the company only to be able to make a sequel. That's why they had to leave it on that opening. I wanted opening. to talk to you about like the whole concept of this. I think they were this was 
in very much in the fashion of Black Mirror, they were trying mm-hmm. to uh, highlight and an exaggerate. Yes, uh, the the harsh parts of reality. In this sense, it is the attachment to social media and our fixation on the terrible parts of the world. We get bored if we see something happy happening in the news, but like our eyes are glued to the screen when they're tragedies. And not only that, troll culture. The idea troll of, culture. I thought that was such an interesting part that they brought up with. Um, Daniel Radcliffe being what he he's proclaimed himself troll. as yeah, internet troll. the troll's troll. Mm-hmm. He's trolling other trolls. Uh, and the excitement he gets from the keyboard, oh, you just fucked up. Like his, that, It's hypocritical, That dude. society or that belief is something very new, very recent. Yeah. Um, trolls have always been around, but this idea of them hiding behind the keyboard is very new. Dude, and, yeah, uh, they, they do trolls. a really good job. It is the most... Uh, it is the most cowardly thing to do to bash on someone else because you have your own insecurities, but to not make yourself uh, to make yourself anonymous so that you could stay safe. Which if you have an opinion, say it and reveal yourself so yeah. that you could have a, an honest debate with someone. And just because you're honest about it and tell who you are, doesn't mean we're not going to make fun of you. Yes. Which brings me to something I'd like to do, Christian. What? I was looking at reviews for this movie. Yes. And some really nice people, really great reviews, five stars, four stars, very poignant. Um, people who are making their points across and, and doing good movie reviews on the mm-hmm. internet. But then there's also assholes out there who gave this film a one star for no fucking reason. I won't say... This is a troll. This guy's a troll. And uh, I won't say his full name because he <laughs> stupidly used his real name because I was able to Google him. I found his Twitter and his Facebook and this fuck is a 16-year-old piece of shit from Las Vegas who doesn't understand film and I'd like to prove that by reading his review of this film. It is so funny because if this guy's review was existent in canon with the Guns Akimbo universe, he'd He's, be thrown into schism. He didn't understand what this film was about, clearly, because he is an internet troll uh, and doesn't understand what's going on. Let's um, hear it. He actually wrote this review less than a month ago. Oh, it's fresh. Uh, this is how I imagine uh, he talks. This is an example of when trying to be stylistic can go wrong i have no issues with unique cinematography <laughs> but during the first act the camera would not stop moving that's in all caps and by 20 minutes mark you're just begging for a regular shot reverse shot also weird phrasing there uh, sometimes you need to take a break in between these one and done shots <laughs> my opinion but this movie suffers from severe lack of pacing and plenty of annoying writing and the style of the world and the spray paint on the buildings doesn't even make sense it's it adds nothing to the film whatsoever you need to you just need to be there i guess the characters have insufferably written lines and the worst character by far in this movie is nicks the best way i can describe this film is scott pilgrim versus the world but way more annoying and where scott vtw uses video game sounds or references to pop culture this movie uses these things as a way to say look how cool i am guys i know nerd things you think he felt really good after that review he was like i can go to sleep tonight oh man i served justice thinks he is doing the god's work and i just think people are bored he's trying so hard to get an internship at rotten tomatoes it's dumb it's this and movie this is the guy that the director would have bullied on twitter yeah. which got his film in trouble dude and like i said holy shit wait the stop direct, being sensitive the director fell for the very troll trick that his character of his movie was doing up exactly holy shit exactly it's art art There's is representing so much reality hypocrisy in oh this. fuck actually i hate the hypocrisy of this film fuck zero out of five <laughs> this movie sucks
Oh, no, nah, but really though, this this movie's fucking visually entertaining. Like, no, nah, but really though, it's actually pretty. Good. <laughs> yeah, if you are, if you have the attention span of a squirrel, you should watch this because something's always going on. Well, not even that. It is a it's a fun movie. Yeah, you know what I really like, and it's becoming more. At first, it was it was great when they were doing this, and now it's just becoming more and more uh, commonplace. Commonplace in in a lot of movies is the whole like text bubble conversation yeah, that you because, get to see because texting has become not just. A thing that people do, but it's like a way to convey information. Yeah, and so we see that in uh, we do it every day, uh, and this is how they convey it. In are you about to talk life. about his texting with his ex girlfriend? Uh, no, I mean, like, uh, I was like, going to go into depth about well, it, be- but yeah, because that scene I thought was again very realistic, like his like little nervousness and her like texting him and him being like, "Fuck what?" Uh, him accidentally mm. liking a girl's picture like deep in the archives oh, of her Instagram. It is well, his that was his ex girlfriend's photo. Yeah, yeah. Um, that it's all very real, true life expresses art. Art expresses life. Yes, I I agree, dude. Uh, do God you remember damn, the, we're good. Do you do you remember the name of the video game that he schism? The, no, not the not the live stream game, but the you know he works at a video game company and oh. he helped develops it. Do you it's, remember the name of it? Collect the nuts or these nuts? <laughs> it's Nutbuster. Nutbuster. Nutbuster Two, I believe. I think it's a sequel. Oh man, when he when he snaps at his boss. Great. And that reminded me of a very comedic version of. Do you remember Wanted? Wanted? Yes, and he hits his um, his co-worker, his friend, Chris that, Pratt. Chris, was that Chris Pratt? Yeah. Fuck. He dude. hits Chris Pratt in the face and knocks his teeth out. What a great scene! Did Smacks you, him with the keyboard. You get so excited when I make these connections to like Ready or Not and Chris dude, Pratt. And there is. <laughs> I did so forget Chris much, Pratt wasn't wanted. There is so much content out there in terms of movies and TV that the fun facts and the associations, the, the, connections. the connections are limitless. So when you bring it up out of the cuts, I get so excited, dude. Um, yeah, this movie is so fucking funny. The violence, it, it's, it's, it's in your face. I, I, I love it all. I, I love all the extra animation that they added on top of uh all the all the scenes like when he's walking and like all the drawings are appearing about uh, around him and he he says this is the worst day of my life the day i became famous uh, <laughs> which can can be both a uh double edged sword yeah man i'm looking up a couple things that are coming out in the future for uh samara weaving and she's going to be in the fucking bill and ted movie oh shit yeah and she's also going to be in a snake eyes movie so that's going to be cool because G.I. Joe's rad and I would oh, love Snake to- Eyes. Oh, from G.I. Joe? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're making a spinoff for him? It's Snake Eyes colon G.I. Joe Origins, which if it's as bad as X-Men Origins, it uh, will be on this show. That could essentially be the same kind of bad spinoff that Joey was for Friends. G.I. Joe movies as a whole are usually not good. Yeah, I can't remember. I watched it when I was like a youngin, and I was like, "Ooh, action!" But I never really broke it down, so I can't really tell through that. Me and my mom went to go good. see one in theaters. It was the one, the first one with The Rock. Yeah. And spoilers: Channing Tatum dies in like the first five minutes, uh-huh. and The Rock takes over. And that one was cool because then at the end they go see Bruce Willis, and they're like, uh, "What's your name?" And he's like, "I'm Joe," and you're like, "Holy fuck! You that's are the Joe? actual GI Joe." Jesus Christ! They're the original. <laughs> Bruce Willis is GI Joe. You know, how movies age a little bit when The Rock still has hair. Oh, you mean like, wait, The Scorpion King? That's the only movie I can think of with him in it. And Walk Tall? G.I. Joe, he still has hair in there. No, he doesn't. Yeah, and like Get Cool or whatever. Does he? He does not have hair in G.I. Joe. He does in uh, Get Shorty or Be Cool. In Be Cool. Yeah. Okay, don't ask me why I would get G.I. Joe and Be Cool mixed up. I feel like. Because he has a fake afro in Be Cool, bro. 
Because he, like, he plays that gay guy. Yes, that's the gay, what it like, is. Like drug dealer or pimp or something like that. Dude, talking about full circle, Bruce baby. Bruce Willis is also in that one, too. Full circle is, is that it? it's so hard for uh, child actors to break out of their typecast as it is for wrestlers to break out of their wrestling Well, except typecast. for The Rock. The Rock's the one who did it successfully. John Cena's getting there. Uh, no, he'll never be the same. You don't think so? I think John Cena banks on the fact that wrestling is what made him famous. The Rock is banking on the fact that he's very charismatic that makes him famous. And an um, entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. I do want to say real quick about The Rock. Um, well, it's gone. <laughs> oh my god it just disappeared like that yeah is he gonna come back should i give you some time you want me to count no <laughs> one <laughs> fresh. Fuck. two you're gonna count up to see how long it takes me to remember yep you got that's 70 worse. seconds that's worse than counting down to make me figure it out it's weird i had no plan for my count i don't um, ever count at people okay one two three. <laughs> oh, what did i do uh i do want to say she's on a funny show or a show that has a funny name called smilf <laughs> what is that an acronym and if it is can you break it down Sexy mother, mm-hmm. I'd love to fuck. I'm just gonna say it. I just, I, I could, uh. I could have improvised and come up with something stupid. I, it actually stands for some military incels love fighting. Wait, really? No, no I was gonna say that's <laughs> that was good. Though. Up, dude. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. Um, B Pos, what's your, who's your best person on set award, dude? You know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to give it to the director because of the way he treated online movie reviewers uh, because that's who we are but honestly this is a very stylized stylistic film and it's clearly coming from his brain mm-hmm. so I, I do have to give it to the director uh, whose name is Bud Munch Joe no I'm just kidding it's uh, Jason <laughs> Lee Howden Jason Lee Howden I have a message for you great fucking job with this yeah, film great film but calm the fuck down with the Don't online yell it. yeah some of us are cool yeah, and it's Some just... Some of us are the anti-critic. It's art. Art is subjective. Some people are not going to like it, but people like Alejandro and myself are going to love it. People like that guy who I read his review of, Noah Blank. I won't say his last name because fuck him. Yeah. Uh, and also he's 16, so I don't want to like get arrested for that. Yeah. Um, but fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck fuck you, man. But if uh, if you guys like Google this film and look at the reviews and find the one-star reviews and notice there's a guy named Noah and know where he's like tweeting and on Facebook and shit and tell him that he sucks at making movie reviews, who am I to say that you should do that? Yeah. I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not telling you to troll this troll. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're actually legally free now. I think we've actually beaten the system. <laughs> we figured it out, dude. <laughs> Um, my best person on set award is going to go to Rise Darby. Um, <laughs> I fucking love him. A day? He, I, when I saw him, he was like, I was like, he looks so familiar. I can't tell because of all the fucking dirt on his face and cause he's homeless. But, uh, I looked it up and he's from Yes Man. If yeah. you remember Yes Man, he is Jim Carrey's very annoying coworker that invites him to everything. I recognize him from Jumanji. Oh, and he's also in Jumanji. Welcome to Jumanji. He's, he's that guy. Yeah, he's the yeah. host. He's and. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful job. Always charismatic. Very eccentric. Very memorable. I hope everybody who was in this film has a very, very long career. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are rooting for you. Um, I'd be down to watch uh, Guns Akimbo 2 if that, if that comes out. You're not I, da- no, because it's going to be a forced sequel. It's just like You'd when watch they- it, though. You would watch it. <sighs> I wouldn't pay money for it. you know it's going to look cool. <laughs> what? I said I wouldn't pay money for it. Oh. How, how are you going to do that? My name is Alejandro, guys. You can follow me at Call Me Jesus. A call underscore me, Jesus. Yeah, dude, they're going to follow some completely random person. Hey, follow that guy, too. Why not? I don't know what he does. You're going to actually follow Jesus Christ <laughs> on his IG. Welcome to Mormonism. <laughs> dude, I'd be down to follow Jesus. You do Instagram. follow Jesus. 
I do. My name is Christian. Uh, you can follow me at Christian <laughs> Has Asthma. <laughs> My name is Christian, and I'm here to say that's not even rapping anymore. Loves Unless Jesus to death. that's the early '80s or on the uh, fucking Barney, that is not rapping. Uh, speaking of rapping, I do want to say Daniel Radcliffe rapping the um, alphabet is fucking hilarious. Look it up. He did it on Jimmy Fallon. What? How do you I'll, rap the alphabet? I'll show it to you uh, after this because it's an incredible film. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You can follow me at Christian Has Asthma on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at ICBTB Podcast. Um, uh, check out our website, uh, ICBTB.com or it can't be that bad.com. Do not forget to rate and review us on iTunes or Apple. Five stars only. Leave us a review, something nice. If it's mean, we're not going to pay it any attention because we don't care for you trolls out there. Um, also, I give this movie a <laughs> four out of five. Four out of five for me as well. Yeah, uh, that's Bonkers Good Way. Anything else you want to say, dude? Just spade new to your cats. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I mean, it depends. Do you want your, your dog to keep its testosterone and hormones and just keep running around the house and pissing everywhere and humping everything, including your leg and whatnot? Then leave it. Do you or want... do you want to stop the overgrown pandemic of wild dogs that are just roaming cities and cats that we have no control of that are killing birds by the billions? Maybe take care of your own pet, stop ruining everyone else's life, and handle your shit. Um, which also leads me to this proposition of, you know, adopt animals and stop breeding. Adopt, don't shop. Uh, adopt, we'll don't shop. Bye. <laughs> adopt, don't shop is a great slogan.